0: The Swiss army knife of programming languages, or as I like to call it, Python. In my ongoing Python series of mastering the fundamentals, we find ourselves at at the final chapter, where you start the journey into the world of advanced Python libraries. In today's episode, I'll set the stage for understanding why it's imperative to venture beyond the foundational aspects of Python, and embrace advanced learning tools to further your learning. Welcome to PyPod Chronicles a series that brings our tech blog to life in a whole new way. Covering an array of topics surrounding Python and tech, from programming tips, best practices, and so much more. Let's get immersed in Python with the Nerd Nook on the go. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of PyPod Chronicles. Before I get into today's episode, if you guys are looking for a handcrafted Python and Git starter pack that I've made for you, it's the first link in the description. Head on over there and get your free copy that you can use for your Python journey. Now, the question that we need to ask ourselves for today's episode is, why go beyond the basics? And before I plunge into the deep end with a few specific Python libraries, let's take a moment to ponder the significance of why are we doing this in the first place? Why are we venturing beyond just the fundamentals? Well, that should be an obvious question, right? Mastering the core elements of Python from variables and data structures all the way to control structures and functions is undoubtedly the foundation upon which you build your programming expertise. However, true understanding often involves stepping outside of that comfort zone, and exploring new horizons, right? Anytime that I step outside my comfort zone, I notice that, you know, initially it's scary, right? But you become so much more confident and that grows you. This applies to anything in life. You now need a way to practice everything you've learned these past few weeks. A way to further master all the skills you've learned. Here's why it's crucial to go beyond only the basics. Python. It allows for enhanced problem solving. While Python's standard library is impressive and has many good modules, advanced libraries offer specialized solutions for complex problems. Whether, you know, you're wrapping your head around large datasets, trying to create GUIs, or trying to jump in the world of deep learning. These libraries provide the tools to do so with precision efficiency. They also have the versatility. Python's adaptability is a benchmark feature, and advanced libraries amplify this trait. They enable you to transition between diverse projects like data analysis to game development to machine learning, all while staying under that Python umbrella. This is why truly understanding the fundamentals will make it for an easier transition into libraries in the future. If you spend the most time on anything it should be the basic basic stuff until it feels so easy that you jump into something else and it's like boom you have it, it's gonna help. Another thing is staying competitive, right? Because tech, you're never gonna learn everything. Ever evolving tech landscape, staying competitive is essential though. So this is also hard. Choose a project you're passionate about, then use and learn libraries to help you build out that project. Don't feel like you have to try to learn everything because you won't, right? If you have a good understanding of the fundamentals, any new library you're tasked with is gonna come significantly easier to you. Right? Another key feature is to realize your own creative vision, is to realize your own creative vision. These libraries give you the ability to turn all those creative ideas going on in your head into a reality. Whether you're thinking about data-driven business dashboards or maybe a mobile app idea you had, a groundbreaking machine learning model, right? Python's advanced libraries, they give you the ability to turn your dream into a reality. As an example, these past six months, I've been climbing a lot. I'm really passionate about rock climbing right now. And as a side project, I'm building this app, this climbing log, so I can keep track of my climbs and visually see them charted out. To do this, I'm using PyQT and Kivy. I'm pulling from all my current knowledge and learning more along the way. So I'm going to talk about just a few libraries today, a few popular libraries. My first example is Pandas, which is an open source data manipulation library for Python that provides you these easy to use data structures and tools. It's built on top of other key foundational Python libraries like NumPy and Matplotlib. What Pandas is really good at is it's good at handling structured data. So it's great for cleaning, exploring, transforming all that data that you've collected. And this can lead and open doors to like the data science path, right? Because this is heavily used in that area. Now, just a brush in Pandas, right? On top of the four basic Python built-in data structures we have, dictionary sets, lists, tuples. Pandas unlocks two more. Pandas has what we call a series. A series is essentially a one-dimensional array with labeled indexes. So imagine a row or a column in a spreadsheet. That is a series of data. And then the other data structure is a data frame. This is a two-dimensional table data structure. And this is like the whole spreadsheet, not just the column or row, but the entire spreadsheet. That's the data frame. Next up, let's pivot. Another completely different library is PyQT. I love this. I've been using this a lot recently. PyQt is basically a bridge of a popular framework in C++, bringing it into Python. And we use this framework to develop uh, desktop applications. So think of all those app icons you have on your computer, you click it, it's an app on the computer. It's kind of like that. And PyQt is really good for creating these responsive yet interactive GUI applications. And this carries me nicely into the next framework, which is KIVI. KIVI is an open source Python framework that allows us to create multi-touch applications. It's designed to be really versatile, allowing us devs to create apps that run on multiple platforms like macOS, Windows, Android, iOS. Okay, So all of those. KIVI's primary focus is building a natural UX user experience across all these devices. And what's really cool is Kivy has many of the same features like PyQT. So if you start your learning journey with PyQT, you'll not only know how to build desktop apps, but it's also going to make jumping into mobile apps and Kivy so much easier, right? It's going to allow you to create an MVP product of whatever you had in mind or come up with. The final one I want to talk about today is deep learning. And the library I chose for this was PyTorch. In the new light of artificial intelligence and machine learning, The concept of deep learning has emerged as this big driving force behind all these advancements in the last five, ten years. And PyTorch is an ML library that stands out as a really popular choice. If you're not into PyTorch, you've probably heard of TensorFlow. But first, you need to understand, what is deep learning? Now, deep learning is a subfield of machine learning that focuses on training artificial neural networks to perform tasks. It's almost like copying the way the human brain processes our information. These neural networks, and these are what we call deep, right? It's because they're so detailed and complex. We call these deep, deep learning. And deep learning has gained a lot of popularity due to its ability to be really good at tasks like image and speech recognition or uh, NLP, natural language processing, and the reinforcement of learning overall. So... If you're into deep learning or want to check it out, check out PyTorch. You know, some real-world apps that PyTorch could be used in would be anything with NLP, right, so natural language processing. Uh, you could think of, like, healthcare. Maybe it's used in image analysis or, or disease diagnosis. You could create models around that. Or in the U.S., I know autonomous vehicles have become wildly popular, PyTorch is used to contribute to this, to create for sensor detectors with cameras and LiDAR. So, to put it all together, as you've journeyed through my main Python series of Mastering the Fundamentals, and if you've missed out on that, head on down to the link in the description or head back to the last few episodes, exploring advanced Python libraries like I mentioned here today, Pandas, PyQt, Kibi, PyTorch, It's time to see how we can integrate these into real-world scenarios to create these really cool applications or solutions to problems that we have. Let's wrap up to today's episode. The integration of all these advanced libraries we talked about today, it shows how learning advanced Python libraries can lead to the creation of these incredibly powerful and user-centric applications. As a dev, your ability to use these libraries and tailor them to specific use cases, it opens up this whole world of options or possibilities to innovate and solve complex challenges along the way. I've only talked about a few that I've been using here the past couple of months, All right, and as you probably know, there are so many out there, so get out there, explore them, okay? This concludes my mini-series of Mastering the Fundamentals of Python, where we've explored the depths of Python's capabilities and its ability to adapt to a diverse domain. I hope that I've kind of inspired you to start your own projects using your core Python fundamentals to bring your own creative ideas to life. It could be data analysis, it could be app development, or deep learning. Just remember that with Python and everything it offers, it equips you with the tools to turn your vision into a reality. The possibilities are endless. And your journey as a Python dev is just beginning. Well, that's all for today's episode, guys. Remember, if you're looking for my handcrafted Python and get started pack, it's the first link in the description. Head on down there and and pick up a copy today. All right, I will see you guys in the next episode of PyPod Chronicles. Until then.